0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard Hello. and Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael like to debate and deliberate the Mount Rushmore of ubiquitous topics including the Mount Rushmore of movie brawls. Richard, you chose it. Explain it.
1: I did because there is one uh, movie I was thinking about that had, that is on my list that had a tremendous uh, fistfight scene.
0: Howard's End, Merchant <laughs> Ivory production. Yes,
1: Emma Thompson and <laughs> <Yeah>. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Ten minutes of strict, straight violence, <laughs> straight out. No, so there's one movie that was on my list, um, which okay. got me thinking, like, oh, this is definitely on the Mount Rushmore of movie brawls. Right on. What else would be on there? Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, All right. is this to you when you define brawl?
2: Is this this isn't just like a one-on-one fight?
1: It could be. Hmm. Oh, okay. I think a, I think two people can have a brawl. Uh huh. I, don't I know. but I but I. I, I would say that a brawl generally mostly involves hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. So no gunfights. That's not sure. a brawl. No, okay. no,
2: I agree there. Okay. I I would disagree that... I would say a brawl involves multiple people. Eh, I don't know. More than two. Because then you're just fighting. Then you're mm-hmm. just in a duel, almost.
0: Yeah. Oh. So- Okay,
2: but I don't know. I that's it's my true. topic. So it's it interesting screw you. Well, but you're not the judge. You know, I think so brawl also
0: has a little bit of a um, a gusto and maybe a little bit of lack of forethought or planning to. Yes, yeah.
1: it's not a it's not something that's usually highly choreographed. Yeah. Um, you know, I th- like like when two boxers have a a real Donny brook. It's a brawl.
0: Okay. Let's jump in. All Let's right. see what happens. Okay. Michael, yes. you're up.
2: Uh, the first one that I thought of, um, maybe just by the word itself, was the burly brawl in the Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah,
0: that's the first one came to my mind too because when that name. Yeah.
2: Neo is fighting initially Agent Smith, who like confronts him in a courtyard, yeah. and all of a sudden out of nowhere, seven more Agent Smiths yeah. show up to fight him, mm-hmm. and Neo, being the one, holds his own and knocks them all down and. Uh, I believe initially uh, Agent Smith tries to kind of infiltrate him and infect him with whatever virus he has to duplicate him and turn Neo into another Smith himself. Uh And then, you know, he knocks those guys down and then out of the woodworks, 187-something other, for a total of like 195 of these Agent Smiths are attacking Neo and he has to fend them off with all sorts of... Uh, Kung Fu shenanigans, including like a big pole that he kicks them in the face with and spins around. And uh, I believe that it was just dubbed the Burly Brawl by the the, um, kind of visual effects team.
0: That's funny that I I read the same thing. And I think at the same time evaluating the plague that sequels have in which they use uh, multiplication, Yes. To improve upon the original.
2: Two things have to happen in a sequel. One thing is get multiplied, the danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, they take the character out of the initial place that they were in, be it New York City. Yeah. And then they make them go worldwide. Yeah. Or someplace. They, they, they're they in a foreign country.
1: Like Babe 2, Babe in the City. Babe mm-hmm.
2: 2, Babe in the City. Uh, uh, Muppets, um, the great Muppet caper. Mm-hmm. They're out yeah. of the U.S. and they're in hijinks within um, yeah. you know, uh, England or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Whatever the newest one. Mm
0: -hmm. Far
2: from home. Far from home. Thank you. He's off in like Italy.
0: The shape of water. Out of the tank. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it would be.
2: Shape of water 2. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. (laughs) And you're, you know. At SeaWorld.
0: He's at, yeah. At a water park. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just
1: (laughs) just punching dolphins. (laughs) And
2: this is one of those scenes that I remember seeing for the first time. And it's just like it's wild to watch. Mm -hmm. You watch it back on your DVD or Blu-ray and the graphics don't quite hold up as well. You'd kind of wish, and I, this is something that Emily and I have talked about a little bit, watching a lot of like older Pixar movies thinking like, Oh, why can't they just reskin it?
0: Re-render it. Yeah.
2: Can't they just, I mean, I don't know anything about graphics and I don't know anything Mm -hmm. about the costs of movie production or how you would go about just like, Oh, can't you just like, yeah put a thing on it and make, just it, make better. it better yeah <laughs> just like re- can't you make
0: if they can <laughs> redo Sonic like you know yeah, just, time. Yeah.
2: this would this I think would would stand up nicely to having like a better texture map reapplied mm-hmm. to everything because it looks it's fun and like the you know yeah
0: it looks kind of like Red Dead Redemption or something like it does have a video game well definitely renderer. I okay. think
2: uh, The Matrix is one of those that not quite suffers from it but feels very much like a video game at times especially in the two sequels
1: yeah alright man ready all right, so my first one is they live, okay, and this is Roddy 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 Roddy, Roddy Piper and Keith David. Um, this is the one that originally got me thinking about movie fistfights. This is the, alley, the alley. Yes, yeah, okay. And there's nothing glamorous about this fight scene. You know, a lot of yeah. fight scenes have this like very Chore- poetic, right. almost ca- choreography. Mm-hmm. This looks like what would happen if two dudes just started wailing on each other. And not like in that sort of, I'm going to hit you, take a punch, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to sit there and wait for you to punch me back sort Mm -hmm. of thing. I mean, there is eye gouging, there's head butting. Every once in a while. (laughs) You you tag in Andre the Giant and Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's got his cane
2: and
0: he's knocking him down. Cowboy Bob Orton's got his... what 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 are we talking
1: about? No, they, then they, he actually does hit uh, Keith David with a suplex at one point. Nice. Well, of course. Because they have to throw in a little bit of wrestling mm-hmm. for Mr. Piper. Yeah.
2: It was the same thing that used to happen with like the rock in his early roles. It's yeah. like they'd always throw in like the like a rock bottom the or rock something. rock bottom mm-hmm. where it, like he'd be a giant scorpion and then he'd do like the scorpion elbow on somebody. Be, like, <laughs> yeah. get, like with like 40
0: different yeah. legs. He'd be like, I, I got it. Well, he's all out of bubble gum. He, and he has, <laughs> he's only got two things
1: to do. Um, and then, so the, 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 this is the whole scene where of course he's trying trying to get Keith David to put on these glasses glasses, yeah. so he can see that there's aliens among us mm-hmm. which as Keith David is getting like his face bashed in and almost knocked unconscious it's like wouldn't you just put the, glass put the ap- glasses on after after like five minutes of just wailing <laughs> away wouldn't you be like fuck it fine just give me the stupid glasses my
0: dad told me never let another man make you put on glasses <laughs> Some and sort I'll, of, be yeah, I'll be damned if it's gonna be you Piper <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds like some sort of wrestling promo thing gone, <laughs> gone horribly wrong. Um, but I love this. I love. I love this movie. Um, it's. I always found it weird that Roddy Piper didn't actually make more good movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did like Hell Comes Frogtown and a bunch of other like random weirdo stuff. Yeah. But he was, as an action actor goes, he was perfectly good in this. Yeah, and could have done other stuff. I think. Hmm. Um, so I just, like I said, this is this is one of those, I think, foundational sort of movie brawls yeah, because it's it shows a different way to kind of stage a brawl and mm-hmm. not just, it doesn't have to be this overly choreographed thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe it comes down to, with the wrestlers, maybe they just don't make the best life choices just in general. Their life is spent traveling around, fighting people fakely. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to choosing movie roles, maybe they just, like Hogan didn't do a ton of great movies, or like any great movie. Yeah, but he's
1: a terrible actor. Well, there's that too. But
2: like I don't know. They just make, just don't make. Oh, Rocky's
0: a pretty good. Rocky two, Rocky three,
1: Thunderlips. Oh, Thunder Lips. Yeah, his yeah. best role. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant Rocky like like you're friends with The Rock or something. No, the no. little old Rocky, <laughs> a little my rocky, boy.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think that sometimes they just maybe they eh, don't choose the right choices. Yeah.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, Winfield what's your second
1: well
2: when it comes to movie brawls um, Beatrix Kiddo in Kill Bill Volume 1 versus the crazy 88 oh yeah um, sure House of the Blue uh, leaves Uh, Oren Ishii's kind of house or uh, a restaurant I guess that she visits or entertains at yeah I don't know if it's her place but she definitely has the run of the place Mm -hmm. and um, the bride comes to take her revenge upon um Oren and she is encountered with uh, her gang of yeah. kind of hipster uh, schoolgirl you know, diamond yeah. uh, mask wearing yeah. uh, Yakuza who just gets slaughtered by. Oh, them. yeah. She just she just takes them apart left mm-hmm. and right. And it's wonderful, like all over the place. Um, I love the tidbit about how they shifted to black and white. To kind of help tamp down like an NC-17. Oh, is that right? Oh. Sure, yeah. To kind of tamp down the gore. Mm-hmm. I guess they just had...
1: When you slice... Spoiler alert, when you slight, slice the top off of somebody's head. Yeah, and when arms are falling and yeah.
2: blood's just splattering, it helps when it's in black and white. And yeah. Kind of kind of plays back into like the Quentin Tarantino, pulp sort of uh, old school yeah. nature of it as well.
0: That, That is touching on aspects that I coordinate or connect with a brawl, and that is that there is... Uh, material damage to the venue that too yeah i yeah. So okay.
2: we almost we almost touched base on this earlier but yes things have to get busted up mm-hmm. things have to break things have to whether it's a trash can being smashed in an alley or whether it's sure yeah. beer bottle beer bottle yeah things just getting absolutely destroyed you feel like you feel like king kong and godzilla have been inside a small space kind of knocking each other around yeah
0: yeah Furniture getting crushed Usually some comedic sidekicks Kind of sitting out front Like after they've beaten each other up a little bit They're just kind of commenting on Mm -hmm. on
1: everything So when I saw Kill Bill Volume 1 In the theaters Everyone at the movies The movie was at the Grove And everyone there was watching it With a very serious like Ooh this is Tarantino This is very interesting Let's see what references he's making And I just laughed from start to finish I just thought it was the funniest damn thing I'd ever seen, Hmm. and then people started getting like mad at me because I was laughing at the movie. Oh, I thought it was supposed to maybe. And and later on, like I realized maybe that wasn't supposed to be a comedy.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: needless to say, I did not watch Volume Two.
2: Hmm. You've never seen it?
1: No, I didn't really. That's ridiculous. Why?
2: How do you leave that movie knowing that there is a sequel coming out when she has three more names on her on her? Kill Bill list Yeah or whatever eh. And she still has to kill Bill This is a tr- This is This wow. is awful You gotta That's, see
1: it It's wonderful wh- I didn't But I didn't it, Although it does, I didn't like the first one In the way that I guess I was supposed to like it mm-hmm. So I have very little hmm. I have very little Confidence that I'm going to Like the second one Okay In the way that I'm Apparently supposed to
0: Yeah Yeah Because right. I
1: don't know how somebody How somebody getting the top Of their head cut off And then continuing to talk For, for a couple of seconds Before she dies is not funny. Like like in a, in a gory, yeah. grotesque... And, and if that happened in a Peter Jackson movie, mm-hmm. you'd be laughing. Mm-hmm. I am astounded.
0: I, it does occur to me that horror and comedy have the same mechanism of kind of creating tension and releasing tension, and that's something... Right. If it was horrific, you would you would be at yeah. this point where you're so terrified that you have to either scream or laugh. Right. And f- for you, it was so humorous. <laughs> and you, you know humor... Tarantino's is a funny guy right I mean so, yeah.
1: his movies are not so, I, I I don't think that his movies are supposed to be consumed with this sort of like it's an academic thing yeah even though he is obviously a film scholar and drops a lot of sure. film references yeah I don't look at a I don't look at a Wes Anderson film and go oh that's a reference to true foes so yeah like, that's funny yeah
0: and in um, Glorious Bastards*, it was Nazi scalps. It was just it wasn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just and the crazy '88s, exactly.
1: Yeah. Which I love in Glorious Bastards*. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what happened with me and *Kill Bill*. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just was in a weird mood that day. Mm-hmm. Don't know.
0: All right, man, Freddie.
1: Okay, my second one is um, *Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark*. Oh. The airplane fight scene. Oh wow! Okay. So this is one that has several different people.
2: I can't believe you called it Indiana Jones and in the Raiders of the Lost Ark as if like you accepted their like retro renaming of it, and you just didn't call it Raiders. I am. I don't even know who you are in 2020. <laughs> you
1: are. I'm trying. I'm 2020. My my. Uh, we know. What my we goal is. is to annoy you more, Michael. Uh, this is, this is mission of accomplished. The,
0: Lost. <laughs> the Owls of Kahului.
1: Right. I need to put it on there. Which one? The Plain sequence. Yeah. That's so much fun. Oh Um,
2: oh oh yes! When he's fighting the the big German. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's pretty much the ideal summation of Indiana Jones as a fighter, right? Mm, mm -hmm. It's like he's in this brawl against this guy who you know this you know looks like an old time fighter. Yeah, and Uh, a
0: circus strongman. A circus strongman, exactly.
1: And the, the dude's like twice his size. And the first thing he does in the fight is kind of look down at his shoes and point. So the guy looks down so he can get a cheap shot on him. And later on, he throws sand in his eyes. Um, And then the last thing he does is make sure that he gets kind of just hangs out. So he gets chopped to bits by the the, er, the (laughs) rotors. And to me, that sums up that character of Indiana Jones really well. Like he is somebody who is not afraid to mix it up, but he also knows his limitations as a uh, as a fighter. And he's mm-hmm. not afraid to fight dirty if that's what it yeah. takes to survive. Yeah, and it's a again. I think it's also a, even though a guy gets splattered to smithereens, it's Mm-hmm. It's still a funny scene. Yeah, which I it's, it's fascinating to me.
2: That's a that's the great thing about fighting Nazis is you can just have them chopped up to bits and it's just like
1: yeah yeah yeah. Have been that a, you know that same a gigantic
2: Nazi. He really? fights
1: that guy
0: twice in that movie. Yeah, he does. He's like the cossack looking dude at the beginning. Mhm. I, <laughs> I love that same stunt person.
1: Yeah, it's like they ran out of stunt people. Yeah. They're Yeah, Like Tony. Ugh. Nijia. If oh, Nietzsche. Oh, in Nepal?
0: In Yeah, I guess yeah. the first scene with in the bar in the yeah, oh, with and, Marion and Marion yeah. Ravenwood's bar. There's a big bar. dude with a beard. It's the same guy oh, I didn't know as that. the Nazi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you love stunts of Indiana Jones, I realize it's just about the brawl, but Andy, I think it's Andy Reynolds? I think it's the guy's name. this uh, Harrison Ford stuntman for all th- the films. Oh, yeah. has a great book about being his stuntman for, <laughs> for all the films. I mean, Christopher Reeve's stuntman and doing all his fun things. And, oh, I'd read that. And in episode, well, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom... That's please acceptable. get it right. That's acceptable. Uh, he, uh, Harrison Ford was afflicted with back problems for... A long time and so to keep shooting his stunt person who looked had a strong resemblance to him mm-hmm. would do entire sequences where um with his face away from the camera and all that kind of stuff so they could still keep shooting so. fascinating yeah all righty does it seem like uh we have our halftime yeah okay so um We want to implore you to uh, go back into our archives, download, rate, and review past episodes. You can do that by going to Apple's Podcast aggregator. You can go to Spotify. You can go to iHeartRadio. I think you can even go on YouTube and look at past things. Does that still happen? Okay, awesome. So appreciate if you did that. And go ahead and uh, rate them. You know, stars are great. We'd love as many stars as you want to throw at them. And then... That's the past, but in the future, you could impact the choices that we make on topic by going to join the dialogue on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a suggestion as to a topic you'd love to hear us discuss. Past suggestors have ended up being on the podcast, and that was a lot of fun. So, guys, um, next episode, what is it going to be? It's going to be
2: the Mount Rushmore of thoughts about driving while driving. Wow. And, um,
0: That's deep. That's deep. Well, you know, I figured... It could be very shallow. It could be a hamburger. Sure. You, yeah.
2: You, no, but the hammer has nothing to do with driving. But driving. Okay, I know. But, you know, often we are... We spend a lot of, in L.A. Yeah. We spend a lot of time in our cars and um, often...
1: Not like you simple country folk.
2: No, but... Or how about you simple country folk <laughs> who drive a, a long distance in a car? Or a tractor. Or a tractor. A we're off topic but (laughs) the point is often when you're doing something that is a repetitive task or something that you've done a long time driving to and from work Mm -hmm. you're so familiar with a route that sometimes your mind wanders even though you should be paying attention Mm -hmm. even though you are paying attention you know driving you get into like the zen state of focusing on everything and nothing at the same time sometimes you're just like thinking about driving yeah and the things about driving that's next week
0: yes uh, let it be known that that was humorous in the podcast uh, Mount Rushmore podcast staff and uh, talent respect country folk in every yes, sure. country
1: home. folk are the heart of America. That's
0: right. Or internationally. True. Yeah. Okay. Uh, getting back to it and going back to Winfield. Okay. I'm going to do something
2: there. that is to uh, this is what you do and say when you want to add a lot of gravitas. Oh, to a choice. Uh, from the 1980s. So saith the prophecy. This is a choice from the 1980. Robert Altman film. Oh. Popeye. Oh, uh, oh okay. This is Popeye okay. versus Spike's gang at a house's diner.
0: Okay, I love
2: it. And there is a scene where Popeye is uh, new to town and he's rooming with the oils. And he's over at Rough House's Diner. Yeah. And he is kind of pouring his heart out to Wimpy. Yeah. And he's telling Wimpy about, oh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I miss me pop and my pap's gone. Mm-hmm. He left me when I was a little infink and yeah. stuff and on the sea. And, on the other. and uh, there's a table nearby. And it's filled with um, Spike and uh. all of his like five or six other gang members. Uh, those gang members are Slug, Butch, <laughs> Mort, Gozo, and Bolo. Spike, how, uh, however, played by Dennis Franz.
0: Yeah! Wow!
2: In a yeah. in a very, um, you don't see his bare ass, but thank God! Uh, wow! Uh, but he they just the table just starts laughing! Wow! And they're just being a total jerk, making fun of Popeye's story and mm-hmm. the way he speaks, and um, Popeye is still kind of trying to ignore them. Yeah, he's trying to get through, kind of telling Wimpy his story, and uh, then they start pushing him mm-hmm. and they start making fun of him to his face and humiliating him, and uh, Popeye kind of.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: he's keeping within himself. Yeah. They're making fun of him and they're making fun of his dad and he's like, Yeah. Hey, I I don't need to get no a fight. And then they start harassing all the people, the yeah. bartenders. And that's when he, enough is enough. Yeah. And what's great about this scene is that there's this slow build where like the people at the restaurant start locking up the cages. Yeah. They start knowing that a, a, a brawl, a fight's about to happen mm-hmm. and everyone's like really tense. So there's this interesting like tenseness you know it's a Popeye film but uh, yeah this tenseness building up to a 50 second fight where Popeye says like enough is enough and he says "Uh, <laughs> uh, uh this is a smorgasbord of violence <laughs> and you know he just like lays into them Yeah, and some of them knock each other out they swing chairs and mm-hmm. get caught on the thing and people start jumping out of windows and he treats some guy's face like a like a punching bag like a punching yeah. bag it's just you know class, very cartoony Isn't violence a twist,
0: a twist a punch
2: <laughs> popeye doesn't get a punch landed on him yeah he's clean as a whistle coming out of it and he's you know tough guys come into it thinking they can just mow him down mm-hmm. but um it's just a, a lovely wonderful yeah. brawl
0: that's i saw one-sided, that and that is a very interesting film and as a young person, I think I saw it twice in theaters. As a young person, loved it. And then as an adult, you because Altman, Popeye, you know where where do all these things come together? And uh, I remember that. I think I've, I've seen that within the last few months. And it's wonderful. Yeah, it's
2: on, it's on like Canopy. If you have is like a, yeah the Canopy app, or if you um, it's all over the place. Yeah, but it, or maybe even Amazon Prime. But it is. Mm-hmm. Well shot, the songs are interesting, and they're, yeah. like, uh, seemingly diegetic. Is that the right word? I Die, um I got to think of it. It's like when a sound comes out, it's, like, within the scene. Organic within the scene. Organic okay. within the okay. scene. And, like, it's kind of a quasi-musical, too. Yeah. So it feels like everyone is singing yeah. within the town, not just, like, it breaks out into a musical.
0: It's yeah. very... That sweet haven. It's very interesting. God, that's the Harry Nilsson mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, what I've read about the production of that was that it was Robert Evans who was pissed at getting outbid for Annie. So mm. he thought, screw them. I'm going to get a different comic and I'm going to make my own musical.
2: Oh my gosh. So he's I love the one-upsmanship.
0: Trying to keep up with... Annie, which was already hit Broadway musical being turned into a film. Mm -hmm. So he here he is trying to catch up. Mm. And I don't forget where they were. It's still there. But the sets
2: You can still visit. You still go, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. And he got arrested for cocaine possession, like there while he was there or something like that. Really? Yeah. Okay, Manfredi Wait,
1: you're saying that Robin Williams did cocaine? Robert Evans. Oh Robert Robert Evans.
0: Robert (laughs) Evans. Robin Williams. Most likely, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: There, we're good now. We're it's, safe. No,
0: it's spinach. It's spinach. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> uh, scally-boo, scally-boo.
1: It's cocaine-shaped spinach.
0: <laughs> Manfredi.
1: All right, my second, my third one is Anchorman.
0: Oh, okay.
1: The uh, brawl between the, the, uh- the different news teams. Literally, the only note I have on here is, Brick, you killed a guy with a trident. Yeah. Because it, it it is in a movie- Filled with ridiculous things happening. Yeah. It it, it manages to outpace everything else mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you something. Yeah? My fourth
2: choice. The brawl from Anchorman 2. Oh, no. Whoa. Which, um, so you'll get to go again after this. But um, I chose it for like the exact same reason, just that it was the same thing that was just amped up. And when I was thinking of brawls, I thought of what is a more amped up version of the same thing, which is just like any sequel.
1: Maybe I I, I well uh, maybe but I maybe think, I'm bi- maybe I'm just biased because I don't think Anchorman Two was it wasn't as, as good, a good of a movie for sure mm-hmm. so I, maybe I'm biased against it although I do remember thinking that they they managed to do a good job of making the brawl scene from that ridiculous least, it, ridic- ridiculous enough to be worth we'll worthwhile. talk about
2: the first one then I'll talk about the second well one. no I
1: mean just Luke Wilson getting his arm chopped off yeah is great. That's, the, I think, the best gag maybe in the movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Him with his arm chopped off. Uh, Brick Tamlin running around just holding a grenade, pointing it at people. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, where did you get that trident? Yeah. It's just yeah. You killed a fabulous him, yeah. line.
1: You, you might want to go into hiding <laughs> for a while. Uh,
2: it, does, it does nicely. It was so unexpected in the guest star realm, especially, mm-hmm. you know, you have uh, Ben Stiller coming out as the Spanish news. Yeah. Buenos dias. <laughs> oh, my favorite
1: is Tim Robbins as, as the head of Public the PBS. PBS <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: what I liked about the one in Anchorman 2, it had all the same sort of beats of like the introduction, the slow introduction of, you know, the, the fight doesn't last that long. It's the it's the lead up. Yeah. And you have, um, you know, the introduction of uh, uh, the lesser ones like Kanye West is like the MTV in mm-hmm. the ESPN, guys. I like that it expanded the world the way that Cable expanded. Yeah, let's um, oh. uh, uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler coming as like the entertainment news. <laughs> uh, just two badass uh, girls riding on a dune buggy. Anytime uh-huh. anyone's on a dune buggy, I like that. <laughs> uh, but of course, like the coup de grace is like um, the history channels, like Liam Neeson mm-hmm. as like the the main host of the history channel and then it's like the ghost of stonewall jackson <laughs> and then a minotaur <laughs> and it's like and then they start like debates like why is a, a minotaur really isn't history yeah. it's more like <laughs> no. it's more like mythology yeah. and they're and he's like they've got a minotaur and then you know of course uh Harrison Ford is there right and he turns into a werewolf and you're just <laughs> like what can, you realize they're just doing whatever they want yeah. And I guess that's what kind of cable is—it's all over the place. Yeah. But it just uh, so ridiculous. Both both those scenes in the middle of this movie. Right. Uh, what I really liked about the Anchorman one uh, scene was when it turned very much into like uh, something on a Planet of the Apes, when they're like they're people on horseback just start riding someone mm-hmm. down with a net. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> as if they're like whisking up Charlton Heston and his crew. Right. And it's just and the music even turns to let sort of like a bongo drum uh right it's a very
1: obvious nod to it yeah yeah that's great
0: yeah that's a i i so fun seeing their equivalents and that 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 the anchorman universe and the connectedness that it has to the comedians who were in the other things like starsky and hutch would be owen luke will Owen Wilson and um, oh sure yeah yeah it, that for me is the closest thing to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Where, uh, there's all these different comedy people. You know they you have a feeling off stage that they all live in the same. They're all kind of interchangeable. Mm. Any anyhow, but that that moment made it feel so interchangeable.
2: I realized for my choice as well. All of mine leading up to this were like one person versus a group of people.
1: Uh-huh. And I realized oh. oh
2: brawl should also include.
1: Everyone fighting at the same time. Interesting.
2: I don't know. That's that was my note. Wow.
1: I noticed none of us. I guess and I'll do my my last one in a second Mm because you're done, right? Yeah, mine. The last one was incrementing. Neither of us had a western. Mm. Neither of us had anyone getting, you know, tossed through a window or like pulled the length of the bar, the bar, yeah, or something like Mm -hmm. that. Interesting. That's interesting. Nope. What's your final? So my last one is uh, the final fight scene from Drunken Master 2. Oh, oh wow. it was uh,
2: really close to... Oh, really? Not the final fight sequence. It was like the one... There's another one before that. Which, yeah, where he first gets... Or like, he's encouraged to really get drunk yeah. in the middle of the town square. But that is... Emily and I watched that in the last year, and that is such a fun movie.
1: It is a fun movie. Yeah, and uh, choice. I, I like it because it's perfect because the whole setup of the movie, which is the Jackie Chan is a master of a style of fighting called drunken fighting, mm-hmm. where he has to be very drunk to do it. Um, it lets him fight in a style that in some some ways, sometimes is more ferocious than we're used to from him. And other times, it's just very exaggerated and funny. Yeah. So the highlights from this include uh, him trying to bite the guy's eyeball. <laughs> uh, at one point, he picks him up, the other guy up by the legs, like you're doing the wheelbarrow mm-hmm. thing at a family, uh, at a family it, reunion yeah. or yeah. something. And then just... Kicks the punts the guy in the gut and sends him like flying, <laughs> and then he also, I think the last thing he does is he picks him up on his shoulders and basically does a Brock Lesnar F five mm. to him onto the ground, which is the last thing that knocks him out. Wow, um,
2: he's I, so, he's so good in those in this choreograph choreographed, choreographed uh, environment break stuff using the environment yeah. to fight people sort of things.
1: Right, and 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 generally versus something like They Live, which is choreographed to not look choreographed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are choreographed, and they look very choreographed. But in a way where it's also frenetic, the way he fights is, you know, there's just fists and feet Literally flying like it, like it's Taz, mm-hmm. and there's a <laughs> yeah like a, a cloud, a, a tornado yeah. mm-hmm. cloud, and you see arms and legs sort of popping out. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. The,
2: the great moments in that movie are
1: like he's in the middle of the fight and he
2: has to keep taking swigs of alcohol from different people, like <laughs> in the in the group surrounding it. He has to get so drunk and then continue to be drunk. it yeah. makes him an even. Better and looser fighter,
1: and the only and and after the final after the final fight scene, he literally burps up a bubble, (laughs) like in the cartoons. It's great. I love it.
0: I love it. So that's it, right? Yeah. All right, guys. I'm glad no fist cuffs happened. Uh, I would like to uh, first off uh, invite our audience to tune in next week when we have the Mount Rushmore of thoughts you have about driving while driving. Uh, but then I want to rate. I, I'm i going to go with Popeye because uh, he was the biggest uh, brawler when I was a little kid. You know, Popeye, the animated uh, cartoon, was the most widely syndicated cartoon during the 50s, 60s, and 70s, I think.
1: More so than Woody Woodpecker? More
0: so than like the Walter Lance and mm. Hanna-Barbera. Things like there was shown more. Maybe it means it was like Makes cheaper sense, for yeah. stations or something. I don't know. Might have been
1: in the public. Yeah, public domain at that point.
0: Yeah. Uh, then I thought it was super cool choice. So, uh, uh, Drunken Master. Dear. Um, <laughs> then um, they live. I love the aspect of it that it didn't seem as choreographed. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt almost a little bit more. Dirt. Like p- probably what you felt feels actually be in a real brawl like, right. versus a cinema brawl, and uh, let's see why don't we go because girls can throw down, Beatrix, kiddo, kiddo from Kill Bill. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> mm. Mm. We did it, guys. This has been the Mount Rushmore of brawls. Uh, we'll see brawl I'm always Jeff.
2: I'm Richard. I'm Michael.